What's up JavaScript and TypeScript fans? This is Zach on the Dino Developer Show. You can write server-side code in Dino, a fast and secure JavaScript and TypeScript runtime. On this show, I talk about going from a novice in server-side code and Dino to a productive and secure backend developer. Now listen in as we demystify server-side programming and secure your confidence with Dino. This week, I'm going to go over the current state of Dino as of August 2022. Dino has been around for about four years now, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Time is flying by, and I thought it might be a good time to look at where Dino is currently. Dino overall has been doing well and is remaining competitive in the larger JavaScript ecosystem. I guess we could say TypeScript ecosystem as well. And while yes, there are other runtimes like Node and now Bun, Dino has to compete with the Dino company as a whole has been doing, has been making excellent strides in making server-side JavaScript and TypeScript better. So let's hit on some of what has been going on uh, recently, if you're not aware. First to note is Dino's new web framework, Fresh. If you haven't uh, been up on the news around Dino, then you've, or if you have been up on the news around Dino, then you've been been hearing about uh, this over the past few weeks. However, just in case you have not, this framework is about server-side rendering and progressive enhancement on the client side. It has just-in-time rendering on the edge, island-based client hydration, zero runtime overhead, so that means no JavaScript is shipped to the client by default, which is pretty cool. No configuration needed. And also, just so you know, uh, Fresh does not use React, but instead opts for Preact, so you'll still be writing JSX and TSX files. According to some interviews with Luca from the Adino core team member. Fresh is primarily meant for projects like, you know, say blogs or something a little bit more simple. Uh, if you're going, it sounds like if you're going for something that might be highly interactive, you know, the front end's highly interactive, then you'll probably want to opt for like a spa or something like that. And like, have Oak as your backend um, instead. By the way, if you'd like to hear the interview I did with Luca, uh, it'll be in the show notes. I believe it is episode 13, but I'll double check on that and make sure it's the correct one in the show notes. All right, so Fresh is definitely on my list of things to check out. If you haven't already, I do suggest you do that. Uh, Speaking of frameworks, Oak is also another excellent web framework for Dino, still is, and is also maintained by a different Dino core team member. Uh, Actually, Fresh, if you didn't know, is used internally by the Dino team. So um, the Dino team itself will be maintaining that project. All right, next, we have... Dino Deploy Beta 4, and they recently, over the past, I think, couple months, I forget exactly when, it was June or July, 
they released this and they actually showed what the pricing looks like. Before using Dino Deploy though, I was using Heroku, which is not bad. However, Dino Deploy is definitely a much more direct and intuitive experience in my opinion. I think you should check this out for yourself if you've not already. It, uh, it is an at the edge offering that does run in 32 regions around the world currently. As far as the pricing goes, it is pretty nice in my opinion, as long as you are under 100,000 requests per day and 100 gigabyte data transfer per month, then it is free. So cool there. If you have a toy project that you want to put out into the world or are just starting something that might have the potential for something more serious, this isn't a bad option. Anything over that, it is $10 a month and an additional $2 per million requests and 30 cents per uh, extra gigabyte data transfer. All right. Hey, are you looking to learn the basics of Dino and create more secure applications with JavaScript and TypeScript? Node.js is great, there's no doubt about it, but it's not perfect, and with cyber attacks of increasing severity becoming more and more of a concern for companies and users, security is becoming more and more of a focus. Go to dinodeveloper.com and get your free ebook on the basics of Dino's permissions, an essential part of Dino and making your server-side JavaScript and TypeScript applications more secure. In the ebook, I explained the need for more secure applications today, how Dino takes this more seriously than Node did, and how to actually do it. Are you ready to make more secure applications to protect you, and more importantly, your users? Again, go to dinodeveloper.com for your Dino permissions ebook. Link is in the show notes. All right. For this second part of the show today, I want to cover um, a last bit of handful of things that have been going on with Dino, uh, some releases they've had, but also a, I guess we can call them a competitor, um, at least a competing runtime, <laughs> which is uh, the new JavaScript runtime, Bun. If you've not heard of this, it acts as a bundler, transpiler, and package manager. And it is much faster, at least it's claiming to be much faster, than Node and Dino when uh, st uh, starting up, which is why everybody and their mother is talking about this thing. <laughs> Um, in fact, it is, uh, its primary objective is allowing for super fast JavaScript applications that let's live outside of the client, um, while also putting an emphasis on the edge. Okay. So, uh, yeah, however, it still seems like it's far off from its 1.0 release. It is is written in a uh, language called Zig. It is a super fast general purpose yet very unknown language. Um, in addition, instead of going with Chrome's V8 JavaScript engine, 
which is what we see in Node and Dino, Bun is using Apple's JavaScript core engine. The reason for that, it seems that according to their page, is that it actually performs slightly better than V8 in terms of uh, speed. So there's that. Bun is something worth checking out. Uh, personally, I have not yet, but I'm excited to do so over the next week or two. And I'll be keeping an eye on it as things, uh, things progress. All right. However, that doesn't mean that Dino is totally out of the running. Far from it. In fact, the Dino company not too long ago announced getting $21 million in funding for their Series A, which was led by Sequoia Capital. They have invested in companies like DoorDash, Apple, Square, Stripe, uh, Airbnb, Zoom, Instagram, and WhatsApp. If you've been in the startup community, then you probably heard their name and you know that the fact that Sequoia is leading Dino's Series A is a great sign. There's something special about Dino. If you have heard of Sequoia, then based on that list of companies, that's obviously it's obvious that Dino is interesting at the very least. All right. Also, at the end of June, just this past June, the Dino company also announced an exciting release. While JavaScript and TypeScript are great, sometimes Rust code might be just a little bit better in certain situations, right? However, you just wrote the rest of your application in JavaScript and TypeScript. Well, let's say there's a very specific algorithm in Rust, or maybe it's just very going to be more efficient at a very particular thing. Now you can use Dino's new tool, Wasm Build, to write some Rust code and implement it in your Dino application. That's pretty cool. The last one I wanted to note here is the recent 1.24 release for Dino that includes type checking and emitting performance improvements unhandle rejection event, before unload event, Dino test improvements, updates to the new uh, subprocess API, and more. Uh, so you should definitely check it out. And yeah, if you haven't updated recently, maybe you should do so. <laughs> All right. Well, it's obviously a very exciting time right now as we get to see more attention being spent on server-side JavaScript from Node, Dino, and now this new other runtime, Bun. Whatever happens between the current runtimes and even potentially those to come, uh, it'd be interesting to see if it becomes more of like how the front-end frameworks are now with JavaScript. But whatever happens, uh, one thing is true. JavaScript is and will still be wanted and needed. So yes, bet on JavaScript. <laughs> and that concludes this episode of the Dino Developer Show. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, for your free ebook on how Dino's permissions work, check out https colon forward slash forward slash dinodeveloper.com. The ebook gets you going with how Dino's permissions are an improvement over Node and how to actually do them. 
If you're looking for things JavaScript, TypeScript, and Dino related on Twitter, follow me at Zachary Crab. That's Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-K-R-A-V. And as always, if you enjoy the show, give it a follow and a review on your podcast platform of choice. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Reason, and Amazon Music. And I know there's a whole bunch more, so yeah, see if it's on yours. And all that said, my name is Zach, and I'll talk to you next time.